It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the Monday, July 26th, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you today by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, bouncing back after a tough stretch. Local hotels and motels are busy again, and that's great news, right? Yes, but among the challenges for some owners and managers is staffing these days. Some folks were laid off and have moved on to other jobs, and that has left managers scrambling to find experienced staff, or in some cases, any staff at all. We'll visit with Lisa Schenner from Quality Inns and Suites in Moose Jaw, who's very happy to be busy again. NDP leader Ryan Miley back in his hometown of Moose Jaw this past weekend. He and his local team did some door knocking and got around town a little to talk to locals. The pandemic, finances, drought, and climate change all on the table when he spoke with local reporters, including our Haley Shirky. We'll hear from Mr. Miley today. And Colonel Jonathan Bouchard has taken over as commanding officer at 15 Wing Moose Jaw. We'll introduce him to you. And 15 Weeks of Winning continues on CHAB. We've got highlights from this morning's game. Coming up on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for 18-wheeler truck wash. Open seven days a week. Let the crew give your semi, RV, trailer, or farm equipment the best wash in Moose Jaw, 620 North Service Road. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Slatt. The Saskatchewan Health Authority will be discontinuing its drive through vaccine clinics and appointment bookings through their online system and one eight three three sask vax starting August 8th. Instead, the shift will move towards walk-in clinics in public venues throughout the province, including planned events, retail locations, provincial parks, and recreational areas. Participating pharmacies will continue to provide COVID-19 vaccinations by appointment. The SHA will be promoting these clinic locations with their daily COVID-19 case updates. The Saskatchewan NDP went door-to-door in Moose Jaw on Saturday to start campaigning early for the next election. Leader of the Saskatchewan NDP, Ryan Miley, says the drought continues to be a major issue for farmers and ranchers all across Saskatchewan. Miley recently called on the Saskatchewan party government to develop a meaningful aid program for producers that will assist with the financial losses this drought brings. It's a big deal. I haven't seen a drought like this since the 1980s and uh, a lot of people are hurting. We need to make sure we're supporting people, get that feed and water for the cattle, get the financial support so that people are able to stay on the farm, continue to support their families and and continue to make that key contribution that we know agriculture is uh, to the provincial economy. Agriculture Minister David Merritt responded to the call saying that the Saskatchewan government has already taken a number of steps to assist producers and provide support. The Government of Canada announced $25 million in funding over the next three years towards three environmental projects on the prairies, including one in Saskatchewan. Nature Conservancy of Canada will be receiving some of the funds for a project in the RM of Key West, which is south of Moose Jaw, to restore 45 acres of prairie grassland. Vice President of Nature Conservancy Kevin Tanike. Organizations like Nature Conservancy Canada, Ducks Unlimited, Manitoba Habitat Heritage Corporation, and many others have long been working in partnership with governments to conserve the spaces that matter and reduce the impacts of climate change. This important funding comes at a time when the threat of climate change is more apparent than ever. Tonight says this will help carbon storage, mitigate droughts and flooding, and will benefit local economies. 
The Moose Jaw Exhibition Company will be getting back in a full swing after halting events during the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the highlights this year will be the Aurora Wind Feeds Buckeye Nutrition Barrel Futurity Derby and Slot Race in September. Exhibition Company CEO George Fowler said it will bring some of the biggest names in barrel racing to Moose Jaw. Big prize money next to Calgary Stampede. It's the biggest prize money out there. Um, and it'll be on the 3rd of September through the 6th of September, bringing in some of the best riders in North America. Fowler said during the pandemic, they were able to keep their staff working, doing repairs and painting around the grounds. It's a homecoming of sorts for the new commanding officer at 15-wing Moose Jaw. Colonel Jonathan Bouchard joined the armed forces in 1990 and was stationed at 15-wing from 1991 to 92. He was recently named the new commanding officer at the base. Bouchard said it's exciting to be back at 15-wing. The wing looks very uh, different, but uh, the team uh, continues to uh, do good things and and produce pilots for our, uh, our military and support the snowbirds uh, throughout their uh, their adventures uh, through uh, across uh, Canada. He added his vision for the future at the base is an inclusive culture while having a safe and secure working environment both on the ground and in the air. And finally, summer is a busy time for the Mushaw Multicultural Council with different youth programs and helping newcomers into the city. The council is looking for a number of different donations to help welcome clients into their new home, including furniture, kitchenware, and electronics. Community Connections Coordinator Kaylee Poussette says the removal of public health orders has brought more newcomers to the city. With COVID restrictions kind of easing up, it's I guess I could say the world is opening up again, maybe. So we're kind of receiving new clients who maybe have been waiting to come here for quite a while, and and now they can finally come. For a full list of items needed, visit Musha Multicultural Council on Facebook. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermusha.com. And now for the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 28 points, the Dow Jones is up 51 points, the NASDAQ is down 10 points, and the Canadian dollar is up to 79.68 cents U.S. Mary Simon is officially Canada's 30th Governor General and the first Indigenous person to hold the role. She says she is honoured to accept this call to service and promises to meet with Canadians all across the country to learn what people are facing and what could be done to make their lives better. Simon's appointment earlier this month came amid a national reckoning with the country's historical mistreatment of Indigenous peoples, including discoveries of unmarked graves at the sites of former residential schools. The federal government expects to receive enough doses of COVID-19 vaccine this week to fully inoculate all eligible Canadians. Altogether, roughly 5 million doses of the Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna shots are expected. That will bring the total number of doses received to 68 million, enough to administer two doses to all Canadians aged 12 and over. The Roman Catholic Archdiocese in St. John's is selling properties in order to pay survivors of abuse at the former Mount Cashel Orphanage. A Supreme Court of Canada ruling in January reaffirmed an earlier decision by the province's Court of Appeal, which found the church liable for abuse committed at the orphanage between the 1940s and the 1960s. And pediatricians are warning parents that there could be a spike in summer colds this year amongst children. A letter in the Canadian Medical Association Journal says respiratory syncytial virus is a common cold virus. And they are concerned there could be a rise in RSV in the coming months. I'm Stephen Wilson. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
Well, four Moose Jaw Warriors heard their names called over the weekend at the NHL entry draft. Ryder Korzak was first. He was selected by the New York Rangers in the third round, 75th overall. Defenseman Cole Jordan was selected by Calgary in the fifth round. Martin Rice-Avey went in the seventh round to the Columbus Blue Jackets, and defenseman Max Warner was selected in the seventh round by the Edmonton Oilers. Rice-Avey has yet to suit up for our Warriors, but we could see him in action this fall. The Moose Jaw U-12A Ice are provincial champs again. The Ice had to play the Regina Lasers three times in a row, including the championship final, which they won 14-3. Meanwhile, the U-12B Ice went on to take silver at Provincials. In Box Lacrosse Provincials, the Moose Jaw Mustangs walked away with a pair of silver medals. Both the 14U and 12U teams went undefeated in the round robin. The 12U Mustangs would lose 9-8 in overtime to the Saskatoon Rush in the championship, while the 14U Mustangs fell 6-2 to the Regina Snipers in their championship game. Local baseball action over the weekend. The 18U AAA Canucks split a doubleheader with the Southeast Twins on Saturday in Estevan. The Twins took Game 1 13-3. The Canucks bounced back to take Game 2 4-3. The 15U AAA Canucks fell to the White Butte Broncos 14-3 at Swarbrick Diamond. And the 18U AA Canucks lost 12-7 in Regina to the Buffaloes Friday night. Then they were back in action at Roswell's Park on Saturday for a doubleheader against the Parkland Expos. The Canucks lost the first game 7-5, but won game 2-5-2. Girls fastball, the under-14 ice lost both ends of a doubleheader 13-4 and 11-7 to the Regina Royals at Optimus Park. Swimmer Maggie McNeil has given Canada its first gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics with a victory in the women's 100-meter butterfly. McNeil is also Canada's first multi-medalist in Tokyo after helping the 4x100 women's swim team take silver on Sunday. Jessica Klim-Kate became the first ever Canadian woman to win an Olympic medal in judo. She took the bronze in the women's 57-kilogram division. And the Toronto Blue Jays open up a four-game set against the Red Sox in Boston tonight. It's the Blue Jays' last series before they finally return to Toronto and Rogers Centre on Friday for the first time in two years. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Well, some much-needed precipitation. Light precipitation it was falling uh, in some areas north and northeast of Moose Jaw this morning. Nothing here, though, and nothing in the forecast. Sunshine with a high of 31 today. A few clouds, low 15 tonight. Tomorrow, sunny, smoky, hazy, high 36. Wednesday, sunny, 28. Thursday, sunny, 29. Friday, sunny with a high of 30 degrees. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw, 30. Normal high at this time of year is 27 with a normal low of 13. The record high, 39, set in 1959. Record low, plus 2, set in 2013. Sun came up this morning at 522 and goes down tonight at 855. This hour, Moose Jaw mostly sunny, warm, 25 degrees. Regina, 25. Assiniboia Gravelberg, 24. Rockland Coronac, 25. Swift Current, 24. Elbow, 23. Davidson Watrous, 22. Once again, Assiniboia, 24. Regina, 25. And with the wind out of the east at 17 and the relative humidity at 37%, it's 25 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. 
A few showers and a couple of thunderstorms will be possible in parts of Saskatchewan as we move forward through the work week this week, but do not expect to see any kind of general high soaking. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. We do expect to see a little bit of shower activity, as I mentioned, but I don't believe the precipitation is going to have a great deal of meaning. There is a high pressure center that will be present across the province today, and that will likely limit precipitation across many areas. It'll be replaced by a weak low pressure system as we go from Tuesday into Wednesday and that will help to stimulate a few showers but mostly in the northern fringes of crop country. The resulting precipitation is not likely to be very significant. A few showers could develop across some of the easternmost part of the province as we get out into uh, the day on Tuesday. The precipitation though again is going to be poorly distributed. A new high pressure system will begin to push into the region from the west as we go into Wednesday. Once again a few showers will pop up, but the resulting rain will not have any meaning. A few greater showers and thunderstorms might occur on Thursday before dawn in the northwest part of the province, and that precipitation may hold together and move eastward across the northern fringes of crop countries and move on into the afternoon on Thursday and into the following day. But I do not expect to see that precipitation hold together real well either. And so the bottom line as we go forward through the forecast period is still status quo with what we've been seeing over the past few weeks when we don't get much in the way of meaningful moisture and the temperatures stay relatively warm. No extreme temperatures are likely to occur over the coming week, but we will heat up periodically. We'll look for temperatures to work their way through the lower and a few middle 30s in the southwest and central portions of the province where it's been driest for the longest period of time. Temperatures elsewhere in the province will likely peak out in the 20s as we go forward through this week and we'll expect to see nighttime lows throughout all areas running mostly in the teens. In the meantime, other parts of the prairies will not do a great deal better with precipitation with the exception of northern portions of Alberta where there will be some periods of more meaningful moisture and a few showers and thunderstorms will occur in northern and easternmost parts of Manitoba once in a while as well. But a big part of the prairies will likely go through this next seven days without much in the way of meaningful relief to the persistent droughty pattern. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Hi everyone, Sean here with Young's Equipment, your MacDon header headquarters in southern Saskatchewan. New or used, red, green, or yellow, whatever drives your farm, Young's Equipment has the MacDon header to lead the way. With MacDon's industry-leading flex draper technology, an FD series header ensures your smoothest and most productive harvest yet. No matter your color, Young's has your header. Young's Equipment, leading the way in a thrive community. Dave Mahalik's Excavating is the number one trusted source across the Prairie Provinces for all demolition, excavation, and trenching needs. Looking to have a culvert installed, dugout dug, or maybe you have a building that has become an eyesore or insurance liability, you need Dave Mahalik's Excavating. No job is too big or too small. Keeping safety in mind, they got you covered. Proud to be a part of the Assiniboia community for over 40 years, bringing quality you deserve and dependability you can count on. Visit dmeltd.ca for a free quote today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. The Road Report on The Heartland at Noon brought to you by Tip Top Roofing, serving Moose Jaw for over 30 years. Call Tip Top Roofing today for your free estimate and 10% off. The number is 631-5975. 
progress on cast iron water main replacement here in Moose Jaw. City in Moose Jaw giving us an update late Friday afternoon. Letting us know construction on the 400 block Caribou is complete. And the road, including the 5th Avenue Northwest intersection, is open. Paving's underway on the 500 block, expected to be completed by the end of this week. Uh, all that's weather permitting. Extreme heat may delay the paving. The road closure has been extended to include the 800 block of Caribou Street. That's right up to the 9th Avenue Northwest intersection. The intersection is still open. And getting ready over on 7th Avenue Northwest from Caribou all the way to Saskatchewan Street. That's 661 meters. Construction begins this week. Good luck with that, my friends. Saskatchewan Highways, by the way, busy out there. There's lots of construction. I just counted 13 different construction zones in southwest Saskatchewan. So that's southwest of Moose Jaw. So allow yourself some extra time. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. They are a resilient lot. For many business owners, the pandemic called for a mental shift. They went from playing offense to going on defense as they shored up their systems to adjust to a new way of doing things. For many, that meant health and safety measures, often beyond what governments mandated. Many others strengthened their online capabilities, including more visibility and payment systems. Now, these are the findings of a new study of how business owners feel as the lockdowns wind up, conducted by CIBC. Its primary finding is that 70% of the businesses surveyed are optimistic about what lies ahead, and they feel they can shift again back to growth mode from a defensive posture. That's 10% higher than last November and 20 points better than in the early days of the pandemic. And it turns out these owners found ways to pivot and make lemonade out of lemons when faced with the COVID challenge. At the beginning, four out of five figured the pandemic would negatively affect their business. By the midpoint, that had declined to 70%, and now it's under 60 points. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Wednesday is Men's Night at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Members and non-members are welcome to join in on the fun, which includes a $3,000 hole-in-one challenge, dew spots, a skins game, prizes for low net and low gross, closest to the pin prizes, and great specials in the clubhouse. Parish and Heimbecker Moose Jaw, focused on the value, delivery options, and payment terms that fit your operation. This is Kelsey Nall of Moose Jaw's Parish and Heimbecker. The busy season is upon us, so save yourself some time. Download the PH app to track your contracts or look at current spot pricing. Sign up for direct deposit too to save yourself a trip down to pick up a check. And as always, give us a call to put in any targets or discuss any fertilizer or chemical needs you may have. Count on experience, count on expertise, count on Parish and Heimbecker, moving tradition forward. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. This is your invitation to continue to join us throughout the summer for 15 weeks of winning. 15 weeks, 15 great prizes, and a ton of fun along the way. Listen all summer long for 15 weeks of winning on 800 CHAB. Plus, enter online on Discover Moose Jaw for a chance to win one of our bonus weekly prize packages. 15 weeks of winning. It's all been brought to you by Cranberry Collective Boutique, Four Plants Indoors, Pounce a Lot Inflatables, Hob Meat Market, along with Mike Ford, Lincoln Fable Transport, and Tim Hortons. In fact, Tim Hortons delivers the uh, daily qualifier prize which is a nice cold brew coffee and then you get entered to win the weekly prize and this week it's another beef package from cattle country beef 
Find everything you need to know from Cattle Country Beef at cattlecountry.ca. Cattle and country with a K, all right? So this week's prize package includes lean ground beef, roast, steaks for the barbecue, ribs, brisket, and more. Here's how we qualified this morning. Actually, it, uh, we got the answer quicker than I thought we would. Families send each other more than 10,000 text messages every year. And this is the number one subject. Moose Jaw RVM Marine Contest line. Good morning. Uh, it's to say that they miss somebody. They miss somebody? No. Good morning. Families send each other more than 10,000 text messages every year. And this is the number one subject. What's for supper? In this case, I think it would be beef is what's for dinner. I think so. What's what's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Who's this? This is Teresa Marie. Hey, Teresa Marie. How are you? I'm well, and you? Good, thanks. Yeah, what's for supper? That's the number one subject and more than 10,000 text messages for families every year. You've won yourself a cold brew coffee from Tim Hortons, Teresa Marie, and you're qualified to win that beautiful beef package from our friends at Cattle Country Beef. That sounds great. Oh, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, we actually gave away one of those earlier this summer, and uh, my friend Melody was more than happy with her package of beef from Cattle Country here, uh, well, it's locally, just uh, just outside of Moose Channel at Mortlack. Again, you can learn all you need to know, and as a matter of fact, you could order beef today at cattlecountry.ca. Uh, 15 weeks of winning, your chance to qualify and maybe win tomorrow morning on 800-CHAB. We'll uh, play 15 weeks of winning just after 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on the 800-CHAB morning show. You can uh, read this story on discovermoosejohn.com under the headline, Local Hotels Seeing Increased Guests in Recent Weeks. You know, it was great to see. I think it was Friday afternoon. Um, I drove by uh, the Heritage Inn, and there was some sort of convention going on over there. The parking lot was packed, and people were coming to and from the hotel, and you know, last year at this time, there was like two cars there, and, and one was the caretaker, and, and one was the security guy. So it's nice to see. Uh, and, and just drive around Moose Jaw. You'll see people coming and going from the spa and the tunnels of Moose Jaw. And if you drive around and take a look at hotels and motels, you'll see lots of vehicles in the parking lot. So, so good to see. Businesses throughout the province have um, spent the last few weeks uh, working hard to get back to the way things were before the pandemic hit. Uh, hotels, one industry that was hit very hard over the last 16 months when travel restrictions of all kinds were put in place, both provincially and internationally. Lisa Schenner is sales manager at Quality Inns and Suites here in Moose Jaw. She says with the pandemic seemingly slowing down, they're now starting to notice more tourists coming to Moose Jaw. Good news, yes, but it has created some challenges when it comes to staffing. Lisa speaking with our Tegan Whitco. Lisa, now that things have reopened, what has changed for you folks at the hotel, if anything? Well, you know what? Through the pandemic, we did fairly well. We've got the full kitchenettes in every single room. And the whole way along, we were serving the hot breakfast. So in actuality... We held our own, but now that things have reopened, we need staff. Please, if you want a job, go to Quality Inn and Sweet Smoosha because we're, we seem to be needing to more people. That's what we're seeing. Um, we've got a lot of turnover with people coming in and out. Um, everybody seems so much happier, to be honest. It's just like kind of every, it, took, it took a load off of everybody's shoulders, right? That now they feel that they're free to travel and before we were getting a, still a lot of the crews, like I say, because of the kitchenettes and the full hot breakfast, but now we're seeing leisure. 
We're seeing leisure come in and out, which really to us speaks that people are now feeling more comfortable about traveling. And I think a lot of people are traveling and staying still reasonably close to home, not going out of country. Obviously, we can't. But I think you're going to see a lot of that this year. Kind of traveling in our own backyard. Are, are you seeing a bunch of people from out of province, or is it pretty much the same oh, yeah. people? Yeah, no, we are seeing from out of province. We're seeing from lots of provinces, actually. Um, being it's essential, right, we can still see some of those people that are coming in from other countries, like even the U.S., which is nice to see. Everybody's very mindful, though. Like, I, you can see that everybody's different as far as cleaning their hands. You know, now the masking, masking is off. It's optional at our hotel. You don't have to wear one. If you feel more comfortable wearing one, that's fine. But for as far as people in general, I find that they're more mindful, even in people's, like, in your space, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I imagine so, you increased your sanitization levels, you know, when the huge. pandemic hit. Has any of that changed? Huge. No, we still have a, a tremendous choice. Hotels in general has a very high standard for sanitization. And also with our breakfast, we are now able to do the buffet, but we've chosen not to. Because we do not want to take a chance. You'd have to have somebody there after every single person sanitizing the handles, the the cutlery. We just don't feel safe in doing that. And that's what we're all about. We want to make sure that people that are coming in, they feel safe staying with us. So we haven't actually served the same breakfast. It's just served. And with events, like last week we had the Junior Golf Championships in town. Um, there's more events popping up here and there. You mentioned mm-hmm. that you see an increase with, you know, leisure stays. Is that yes. even, is that like how much more of a substantial increase have you seen? Oh, we've seen a very big increase. Actually, within the last month, even before the masking was off, we've had to actually turn away. I actually walked four rooms out of our property and had to pay for them at a different hotel. Because we had no rooms available, and if people extend, then of course you're not gonna you're not gonna send them out the door. How can you if they're staying, right? So we got in a bit of a thing where we just had to walk to one of our friendly competitors in town, and and they took the extra rooms that we couldn't handle. We've got a very good relationship in Musha. You know what? The the people and the clientele that we have, as far as businesses, we've got long term stays. We've got lots of repeat business. That's all because of the level of service that our 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 uh, staff they do such a good job. But right now we can need more staff. We need more staff. Andrea said, "Please tell them to drop off a resume." We need housekeeping, front desk staff. We just need, in general, more people because we've got a big flow coming in, right? So. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, I don't think you're alone in that. It seems like recruiting has been a challenge for a lot of the hospitality industry here in Saskatchewan. Why do you think that is? You know what I think it is? I think, like, our ownership group at our hotel really take care of our people. When the pandemic initially hit, everybody that was frontline, that was at work doing their job, got a $2 an hour raise. So that goes to tell you that they really do care about the people. Now, the ones, you know, we did have to lay off a few when things got slurry. Like, you know, your January, your December, January, February, are all your, always your slower months anyway. But with the pandemic, people were not really feeling comfortable, I don't believe, going in and out. Um, now we're seeing a very big flux of people. And, I mean, it's just not for one thing. It's like now we're getting baseball teams. We're getting bookings for hockey tournaments. We're getting bookings for 
weddings anniversaries, we're seeing a big flow of business on the books in the upcoming months. And that's only going to build. Well, I was going to say, as new construction projects get underway, you know, I'm thinking about oh. the SAS power plant as well, because you cater to a lot of crews with your with your suites. We do. We do. We have, like, such a loyal base of clientele. And that's something that, that I was working on personally myself for, for a couple of years, is trying to make sure that we're in front of all the different companies. And I do travel. Like, I was on holidays last week, and actually, as I was on holidays, I've seen all these companies that I wanted to touch base with. And even on holidays, I do sales calls. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's supposed to work, Alyssa. I know, but I know, but it's hard because you know when you're when you're in sales, you can't take that out of you. It's just in your blood. I worked for Golden West for eleven years, and it's it's even it's ingrained. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. So you can take the girl out of sales, but you can't can't take the sales out of the girl. You cannot that- take sales out of the girl. I told Cam, I love people. And I love sales, and that's the truth. And we're so lucky because, you know what, we live in a country where there's so many good jobs out there. And now, like I say, there is a shortage of people applying for jobs. And I don't know why that is. If it's just that people throughout the times have, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Maybe you can find that out. You're the news. You can do anything. <laughs> you know what? And Lisa, it's funny you bring that up because there is, I've been having some conversations with folks and a lot of people have gotten used to the working remotely. You know, the, the freelance type of lifestyle, they got laid off and, and now they're, they're making ends meet with their own gig, with their new gig, right? So I think you it's a, it's a shift in the way people are thinking about what a job is. You know what? I actually think that you're going to see more of that anyways. Like, I found that for myself, my life really didn't change as much. Except for I didn't even really travel that much. Oil shows and the out-of-province travel, I didn't do any of that. But my job, I do work remotely from home. And a lot of people really like that because it's flexible. But yet, there's a, there is a downside. Let's face it, you're never disconnected. I'm never disconnected. Which is fine. I'm, I'm, you know what? It works for my life. And I, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's just a lot of people are wanting to stay home and do what they've been doing for the last however many months. I've seen it even in the markets as far as market news and stuff that a lot of companies are looking at trending that way. Well, if the technology is there. Yeah, exactly right. And, that is, and we are big technology all the way around, right? You, there's nothing that you can't really find out on social media. Sometimes you find out too much. <laughs> Or the wrong information. Oh, the depends. wrong. Misinformed. Misinformed. <laughs> Lisa, is there anything else that we missed? Anything you want to add today? No, just we're really grateful for, like I say, for all the loyal clientele that we do have. I'm really appreciative of all the staff at our, at our hotel that work diligently every single day to ensure the safety of the guests and do such a good job. And you know what? I appreciate them, too, because, I mean, without them, I wouldn't be able to have a job either. And uh, we appreciate Lisa Schenner from Quality Inns and Suites for uh, joining us. And so the, the word is out, right? They need people to work over at Quality Inns and Suites, and they're not alone. There's lots of jobs out there locally. So if you're unemployed, uh, man, there's there's jobs out there. It's uh, it's really something. So uh, there you go. You can uh, find jobs uh, right on discovermoosejob.com, as a matter of fact, if you're looking these days. We'll take a time out and uh, we'll be back. Uh, A day of action, they called it on Saturday. Uh, NDP leader Ryan Miley and his local team were out and about. We'll visit with Mr. Miley when we come back. Heartland at noon on CHAB. I'm Darby Warner, Executive Director of Insurance at Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. 
At SCIC, we recognize the challenges producers are facing. Crops may be stressed and rapidly maturing, pastures and haylands drying up, and water sources quickly diminishing. I encourage producers to contact their local SCIC office to discuss their crop insurance and agri-stability coverage details. Our staff will work hard to ensure timely response to all claims and inquiries. If you have any questions, please call 1-888-935-0000 or visit scic.ca. You can play your favorite music on 800 CHAB, get the latest local news, or hear the weather for the week, all from your smart device. Set up your Google Home or Alexa today. It's as simple as the click of a button, and you're listening to 800 CHAB. Find instructions on how to set up your smart device under the quick links at discovermoosejaw.com. It's that time of year. The Family First Radiothon returns September 9th and 10th at Town & Country Mall. All funds raised go to purchase new equipment for the dialysis unit at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. With your support, we can supply new equipment in Moose Jaw so patients in our community don't have to travel long distances for treatment. This year, our goal is $125,000. Every dollar counts. The Family First Radiothon, September 9th and 10th. People are passionate about logos. We wear t-shirts and hats and even have tattoos of our favorite logos. And one of the first things people notice about your business is your logo. Does it communicate what you do, what you sell? Is it well-designed? Is it current? Do you even have a logo? At Homefield, our design team specializes in logos and branding. We've created logos and helped build brands you see every day. And we can help build a strong brand for your business. Logos, branding, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. You're the independent type. Smart, organized, focused, and you like people. You genuinely enjoy being around people, meeting people, and matching people with tools and advice that helps them accomplish their goals. You're an honest person, goal-oriented, and a clear communicator. So that's who you are. But who are we? We are Golden West, a thriving media company that's constantly on the grow. Right now, we're looking for sales professionals in Moose Jaw. Are you one of us? We should talk. Reach out to careers at goldenwest.ca, an equal opportunity employer. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Well, the local NDP team welcomed NDP leader Ryan Miley back to his old hometown on Saturday. Fittingly, they uh, met with the media and posed for photos over at the Union Center before heading out for the afternoon and evening to talk to locals. It was Saskatchewan Party candidate Tim McLeod who won Moose Jaw North in 2020 and Greg Lawrence returning to the legislature to represent Moose Jaw Waccamaw. The NDP's Kyle Lichtenwald was a distant second-place finisher in Moose Jaw North. And while it was a little closer in Moose Jaw Waccamaw, again, the NDP candidate Melissa Patterson was a distant second. That has not stopped them from continuing their work for the NDP. In fact, they joined NDP leader Ryan Miley in Moose Jaw on Saturday for a day of meeting with locals. A day of action, they called it. It's kind of early to call it campaigning, but for all intents and purposes, that's what they were doing. Local reporters, including Discover Moose Jaw's Haley Shirky, meeting with Mr. Miley. We had a, an election in, in 2020. That's passed. Uh, but there will be another one, and people will have another chance to make a change. And I think it was uh, a challenging time during COVID-19 to be trying to sell change. You know, we've been through so much crisis 
Uh, and in fact, at that time, things were going pretty well when it came to COVID in Saskatchewan. So it was hard to be out there telling people it was time for a big change. In the two months leading up to the election, one person died of COVID-19 in Saskatchewan. Uh, since then, and starting pretty much right after the election, the second and third waves hit so hard and hundreds have died. And Scott Moe and the SAS party did not do the work to prevent that, did not do the work to protect people. Uh, and we saw, you know, seniors dying in long-term care, so many people getting sick. I think a lot of people in Saskatchewan are, are probably looking back and thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't have given uh, Scott Moe so much trust after all. And that going into the next election, we're going to be looking back at their record and their failures, and as well as the Sask NDP showing the difference between us focused on the future and a Sask party that is carrying around all the baggage of their past and are stuck in the past. We are uh, a long way out from the election. We're going to ask what people are, are dealing with. People have been through a really challenging time and, and folks in Moose Jaw stepped up incredibly to keep each other safe and to help each other out. But folks are struggling. They're struggling to pay their bills, get back to work. Uh, some people are struggling with either the loss of a loved one that they're still mourning or, or with health issues themselves. And in this period, you know, early on in the, the cycle before the next election, it's really our job to be gathering those those stories, hearing what's on people's minds and their ideas for how we do things better. What you're really going to see the SASC NDP focused on is that difference, that focus on the future. Uh, we're here to work alongside Saskatchewan to build that vision of what, do we, what did we learn did, during COVID-19? What did it show us? What do we have to do different? And how can we design the kind of future that Saskatchewan people want and deserve? And, you know, we have our time in the legislature when we're in session, and that's the big debate. Uh, but we also have to take advantage of the, the beautiful time in the summer. It's a great way to connect with people and see the province. Yeah, so just being from Moose Jaw and holding this event locally, what kind of changes would you like to see here locally in Moose Jaw? Yeah, I think we look at the MLAs for Moose Jaw, uh, the, especially Greg Lawrence, been around a long time. Uh, what has he really achieved for Moose Jaw? We've seen jo public jobs leaving the city. We've seen a lot of uh, public investment lost. We've seen very little from this government except cuts to education, cuts to health care. Uh, here in Moose Jaw, they've been having to deal with uh, cutting staff, uh, including cleaning staff during a pandemic in our schools. This is what you're getting from these basically uh, deadweight MLAs, and, and particularly uh, Greg Lawrence didn't show up this entire last session. I think he was there twice. Uh, this is not somebody who's doing the work on behalf of uh, the people of Musha. I want to see Musha represented by people who are actually going to stand up and fight for the people who live here. Obviously, farmers and ranchers are having a really difficult time mm -hmm. right now with the drought. Um, so what kind of aid programs would you like to see put in place for these residents? Yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that. Uh, a couple of days ago, Trent Weatherspoon is the ag critic and a, a couple other MLAs and I, we, we stopped by our farm by Kader and then we uh, continued south. And it was quite something to see as you got south of Kader towards Gravelberg, crops are, you know, three, four inches high, not heading out, or if they are headed out, they're empty. Uh, usually at this time of year, you could hardly see the ground because the stalks would be so big and green. Here you could see all of the dirt and dry and cracked and crawling with grasshoppers and gophers everywhere. Um, it's a big deal. I, I haven't seen 
a drought like this since the 1980s and uh, a lot of people are hurting and I was talking to farmers and ranchers in the McCord area they have they're now into their fourth year of drought so they're not able to find feed or water for their cattle uh, the crops aren't growing and they're really facing a tough situation we need to make sure we're supporting people get that feed and water for the cattle, get the financial support so that people are able to stay on the farm, continue to support their families and and continue to make that key contribution that we know agriculture is uh, to the provincial economy. And so just one more question. Uh, the really hot temperatures and the drought kind of go hand in hand with climate change. What do you think that you would do moving forward to try to combat that? Yeah, one of the farmers was describing the the wind and the heat. Uh, he said it was like his crops had been under a hairdryer for five days, and that's we're we're all feeling that. And climate change is real. It's real, and it's no longer something we're worried about in the future. It's happening right here today, and we need to take it seriously, and we need to take action. And that includes Saskatchewan. You know, we've been blessed by oil and gas, by agriculture, by all of these really key mining key industries that have supported us but we also know that those are high emissions industries and we need to do the work to bring those emissions down to do our part as part of a, a global effort uh, to reduce emissions uh, for the benefit of of this generation and future generations the other night i was at home uh with the with the boys and and the there's a big thunderclap and the power went out and it was one of those days that it was 39 above and it never got cool and so it's one in the morning and the temperature just rises and rises as there's no fans running anymore. So we're sitting out at two in the morning just trying to cool off outside. And you think, this is, uh, this is what we're leaving for our kids. And, you know, we got to do the work. we got to take it seriously and also take advantage, right? Look at, look at how the sun is shining today and the wind is blowing. We should be leading the nation in uh, renewable energy. Instead, we're dead last. And uh, that is right at the feet of Scott Moe. He's done everything he can to resist the moves to solar and wind and geothermal and biomass. They have been laggards when we should be leaders. And that's what's got to change. NDP leader Ryan Miley back in his hometown of Moose Jaw on the weekend. There's more on that story on discovermoosejaw.com right now. We'll take a time out. We'll be back to introduce you to the new commanding officer at 50 Wing Moose Jaw. Heartland at noon, 800 CHAB. Classes in session. Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB. Billy Joel is what legends are made of. He holds the lifetime record of most performances by any artist at Madison Square Garden in New York. He played the first rock concert ever held at New York's Yankee Stadium in 1990 and the final rock concert ever played at New York's Shea Stadium before it was torn down in 2008. But he wasn't always the musician we know him as today. Joel was bullied in high school and as a teenager, he decided to take up boxing in addition to his piano lessons. He even won a few amateur fights in the Golden Gloves competition. After breaking his nose, he dropped the dream of becoming a professional boxer and stuck to music. In order to pursue music, Joel left high school without graduating, but in 1992, he turned in some missing essays and got his diploma at the age of 43. 
This has been another rock and roll history lesson brought to you by Silver Star Salvage and Recycling. Recycle your metal and steel at their drop-off bin. Open 24 hours a day. SilverStarRecycling.ca. Andy's Transmission and Automotive. For over 55 years, complete automotive and diagnostic repairs. Cross Canada Flooring. Moose Jaw's largest independent full-service flooring store and insurance specialist. Check out their in-stock specials. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Sunny this afternoon, a high of 31. Tonight, a few clouds and a low of 15. Tomorrow, mainly sunny but hazy, a high of 36. Wednesday, sunny, a high of 28. Thursday will also be sunny and a high of 29. And Friday, sunny and a high of 30. For complete online weather anytime, click on discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Sean Slott. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Pet Value, your pet, your store. The Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest continues on Discover Moose Jaw. Uh, and we're down to the final five for July. So we're teaming up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your furry, scaly, feathery, barking, meowing, swimming, jumping, crawling pets, whatever it is. And each month we draw five pets for a showdown. And the pet that gets the most votes will win a $50 gift card from our friends at Pet Value. Plus, of course, the title of Perfect Pet for the month. Uh, let me see here. We've had uh, Heidi, the St. Bernard puppy, has been the uh, the uh, pet of the month. Uh, Katie, the kitty. Uh, Nayla, the cat. And Vico, the dog, was the big winner in June. And now we're down to five for the month of July. Charles, the cat, who looks like a really nice boy. Luna, the rabbit. Uh, there's Ferris, the dog who's making himself at home on the family couch. There's Lincoln the cat. I don't know what kind of cat that is, but it looks like it's straight off a of Star Trek, perhaps related to Spock. And uh, Ruby, a beautiful dog. Uh, so there's five. we got a top five now, and we're looking for your votes for the Pet Value Perfect Pet of the Month. Go to quicklinks on discovermoosejaw.com. See the photos. Decide who you think uh, has the cutest pet, and cast your vote today. It's the Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest, brought to you by Pet Value, your pet, your store. New commanding officer returning to 15 Wing after 30 years. It was uh, close to 30 years ago that Colonel Jonathan Bouchard from Montreal was a student spending a couple of years at 15 Wing Moose Jaw. Now, in 2021, Colonel Bouchard has been named the new commanding officer at the base, taking over from outgoing CO Colonel Ron Walker. Colonel Bouchard taking some time to speak with our Sean Slatt. First of all, can you maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe a little kind of introduction to the community? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is uh, Jonathan Bouchard, and I'm from uh, Montreal. I joined uh, the uh, Canadian Armed Forces in 1990 as a pilot and uh, came through 15-wing uh, uh, Moose Jaw uh, during my training, both here in Moose Jaw and in uh, Portage uh, La Prairie. I'm a helicopter pilot uh, by trade. I've been flying a search and rescue helicopter uh, all my career, and now I'm back to uh, where it all began. Oh, perfect. So how do you feel about uh, coming back to 15 Wing and being the uh, new commanding officer? I'm, actually, uh, I'm very thrilled. Uh, thrilled to, uh, 
to go back uh, to uh, to the bases and uh, and see uh, the team. Actually, you know, the the, the wing looks very uh, different, but uh, the team uh, continues to uh, uh, to do good things and and produce pilots for our uh, our military and uh, and support the snowbirds uh, throughout their. Uh, their adventures uh, through uh, across uh, Canada. So I'm very, very thrilled to join uh, to join the team here. Excellent. So, what's your vision now for the future of 15 Wing? Nope. My vision here at 15 Wing is uh, is a place where uh, you know we have a culture, uh, an inclusive culture, where uh, everybody is respected uh, and. Uh, we uh, respect the dignity of uh, everyone, and we're uh, doing all this. Uh, we have a safe and secure environment, both on the ground and uh, and in the air. So that's my vision for the next uh, few years uh, while I'm here in uh, in Musha. Okay. Is there any possibility of any uh, air shows at uh, 15 Wing itself? There's a that, that's something we're uh, we're talking. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna. Start with baby step, uh, you know, post pandemic, and and carefully uh, evaluate uh, things to uh, to see what can be done. But the future will uh, will tell, and uh, we'll make sure that uh, uh, we reach out to people to let everybody know what's uh, what's going to be happening. Well, sounds great. That's about all I had. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add, Sean. You know, I'm I'm very thrilled to be. Uh, uh, to be back here in uh, in Muja, that, that's where it all began. Like I, I mentioned, and uh, and uh, discovering uh, the community and being back in the community. So uh, so, so this uh, this is very uh, very nice, and I look forward to uh, uh, to meeting people and uh, and uh, living in the community now, uh, not as a student, but as a uh, as a member here working uh, in Saskatchewan. Colonel Jonathan Bouchard, the new commanding officer, out at 15 Wing Moose Jaw. And that's another story you can see on discovermoosejaw.com right now. Colonel Bouchard mentioned the Snowbirds. Operation Inspiration continues throughout the summer of 2021. And if you want to follow the Snowbirds, man, they're on Facebook. They are on Facebook, like almost daily for the past several weeks. Uh, they posted a beautiful photo this morning of the team in action uh, with the caption, Edmonton to Cold Lake today on our way to perform at the Aqua Days next weekend. Bonus pictures of yesterday's show in Camrose. So they did a did an air show in Camrose, Alberta yesterday. Check out the Canadian Forces Snowbirds on Facebook today for some spectacular photos and spectacular videos as well. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. More to come on the Heartland at Noon. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. I'm Blaze Wozniak. We spoke with Jen Angus, Executive Director of the Moose Jaw Transition House, about their upcoming charity golf tournament. August 19th at the Deer Ridge Golf and Country Club in partnership with Investment Planning Council. It's $125 per person or $400 for a team of four golfers. That includes your green fees, your cart, dinner, prizes, welcome bags, and a barbecue lunch sponsored by Co-op. The funds raised at this event directly go towards helping uh, the women and children in need of our services. To register or to donate a prize or be a whole sponsor, they can call 693-6511, extension 3, or they can email Contact at mj-transitionhouse.com. Connecting the community. 
brought to you by Moose Jaw Pharmasave, serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916. Live well with Pharmasave. Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Attention malt barley growers. Curry Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland Metcalf Synergy Connect Fraser and Bow varieties. Bids are at a five-year high for harvest bids, starting at $6 per bushel in select delivery periods. That's $6 per bushel. Harvest pricing for malt barley into Bigger Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1306-948-3500. That's 1306-948-3500. Call today. A few months ago, online shopping stepped into the spotlight. Okay, it was thrust into the spotlight. E-commerce was on every business owner's mind, and still is. Amidst store closures, reduced hours, and uncertainty of the future, now is the time to open your online store. Homefield can help with e-commerce website solutions tailored to your business. A business you can operate 24-7, selling products your customers can buy 24-7, and you can still operate your brick-and-mortar business. E-commerce, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Still looking for uh, some news from the city of Moose Jaw. They had to shut down the Phyllis Stewart outdoor pool on the weekend due to a water main break in the neighborhood. So uh, the water park, the spray park, remains open, but the pool is closed. And the washrooms are off limits, but they're providing a porta potty or a jiffy biffy for the, the kids and the mums and dads around the, uh, the spray park. Uh, we requested uh, some more uh, information this morning and have yet to receive it, but I'm sure we'll get word to you as soon as, uh, as, soon as we get it. So the Kinsman Sportsplex was certainly be busy uh, this afternoon uh, for those who want to go swimming. Hey, a reminder, River Street Promotions, Homestand 21, the K-plus S Homestand 21, the Outdoor Music Festival at Roswell's Park, Saturday, August 28th. Um, it's going to be a great show. Tickets most reasonably priced and are available today at moosejawculture.ca. You'll see Casey and Clayton, Nice Horse, J.J. Shiplett, Dustin Bentall, and Barney Bentall with the Caribou Express. It's an outdoor music festival. It'll be a ton of fun, and I'm sure Barney will do songs like this for us. Just ahead of the daily commentary, let's give him a spin. Barney Bentall on 800 CHAB.
you ever wonder why? Moose Jaw Co-op is your one-stop summer shop. Whether you're hiding away in your backyard oasis, planning a family picnic in the park, or heading off to the lake, they have everything you need to make a good time an amazing time. Buns, meat, cool, refreshing beverages from their in-house liquor store, and so much more. Oh, wait, did you know that with every purchase, you earn equity and cash-back membership benefits? Be a part of something bigger and become a co-op member today. Come on in and get your summer going with a visit to your Moose Jaw Co-op. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at the Moose Jaw District Chamber of Commerce. Hi, I'm Rob Clark. Let's be sure to support local Moose Jaw and let's love where we live. The headline in the Globe and Mail reads, Pickup trucks are a plague on Canadian streets. It's an opinion piece that's getting a lot of reads across the country. In fact, Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe shared it on social media yesterday. The story comes with a photo of three pickup trucks with the caption, Once the vehicle of the cowboy, the contractor, and the good old boy, pickups have become the continent's mainstream ride. The writer calls pickups polluting and dangerous and a blight on the roadscape and a finger in the eye of other drivers. A way of saying to everyone else, I am bigger, badder, and richer than you. A vehicle that started as a practical tool for hardworking people has become, for many, an obnoxious assertion of dominance and division. To which Premier Mo replies, Come to Saskatchewan, where we use our pickup trucks to build and grow our province. And pull the odd car out of the snowbank. I'm Rob Kearney.